Memzaimon Beis. One line before the end, right at the end of that line. Yochanan Kohen Gadol Hevir Hoidayas Maisu. A number of things at the end of the Mishnah that listed off that Yochanan Kohen Gadol did. He, um, he did away with, there used to be at the end of year three and the end of year six, a uh, admission that people would make when they would come to the Mikdash that they uh, properly gave all of their uh, tithes. My time, asked the Gemara, why did he do away with that? Well, here's why. I'm Rabbi Yosef Rebchanina, and I underlined here five words, because at that point, the Jewish people were no longer giving it as it had been properly uh, intended or instituted. Why? The Torah says, that the Meiser Rishon should go to uh, the whole tribe of Levi, the Anan Kayavin and the Kayhanim. And we, uh, nowadays, we give it to the Kayhanim because it was a Knas in the time of Ezra, the beginning of the Second Commonwealth, uh, where you don't give it to Levim, they didn't come back, you give it to the Kohanim. And, and since it wasn't being given properly, then it's very hard to come to the uh, Beis Hamikdash and declare uh, that you've given everything properly. Okay, well, just because Meiser Rishain, they were not giving to Levian, but to like a specific type of lady, the Kohen, the other things they were still giving, why not Velodi Ashar Maastros for the other Meisters, like Meiser Shani, which they did give properly, meaning like they brought it to Yushalayim to eat it there, or Meiser Ani, which they did give to the poor and the orphans. Well, you know why the whole thing was Batzel? Because I'm Reish Lakish. Kol Bayis, Shein Mizvade, whenever you have a household that is not able to come to Shalayim and do a vidui al Rishain shuv ein misvad al shar maisrus. You are not going to even start with the whole thing, and you just uh, none of the other maisrus also, even if they were given properly, should be discussed. My time. What's the reason? Well, Amar Look in the pasuk. Hoyalu pasuk by hakosuf tchila. Since in the list of things that the person says, the uh, first thing that he is supposed to talk about is having given Maestros properly, and since he can't say that, that he gave his Maestro Rishon properly, we just uh, dropped the whole thing. Okay, it sounds like that they were, though, being mafrish. They just weren't necessarily giving it to the right uh, group of people. Michlal de afrushi havu mafrishi. The issue with that is, though, Vahatanya, we have a brisa. Price it goes about 12, 13 lines. First word on the line is Alav Haraya, and that's the end of the Brisa, about 13 lines later. Here's the Brisa. Um, who he also, in other words, this Yochanan Kongadol, great leader of the Jewish people at that time, he was also, and here's the things he was Mavatel, Bitel A, Esavidui, he was Mavatel Vidui, that's what we're talking about now, this Vidui Maishas at the end of year three and end of year six, and B, Gazrala Demai, he made a Gezeira, Regarding um, demai. Now, what is demai? Demai is, in general, produce you get from Amaaretz. You're not sure. Did he take chumas uh, demais? Did he not? Now, why did he do that? He did a little uh, investigation. Lefisha shalach b'chol gvul Yisrael. He sent out emissaries to all the different um, places where the Jews lived. And I don underlined the next line. bilvat. He saw that. The entirety of the population, the only thing that they would do is take the 2% off the top and give it to the Kohen, and that's it. The other things that are supposed to be given, the Maiserisha and the Maiser Shani, well, Miksas and Masrin, some people would uh, separate those out also. Well, Miksas and others, Ain Masrin would not. Kama Amalhem. So, Yochanan, uh, um, Kohen Gadol said to the people, 
Banai, Bovaimelachem. My sons, come, let me tell you all. Kashem Shetruma Gedele Yeshba of Misa, just like if a non Kohen eats the uh, 2% that you take off the top as Truma, there is a punishment of death. Might be Misa Shamayim, but it's really a serious infringement. Kach, so too, Truma's Meiser Vitevel. Truma's Meiser is the 10% that the Levi gets. He's supposed to turn around and give 10% of that back. Uh, now to a Kohen. Uh, that wasn't taken off by some people, and Tevel is totally untied produce. Also, Yesh ben Misa. Therefore, Ahmad v'hiskin lehen, so he stood up and made the following decree, any person, religious person, from a person who is an Amaretz, Mafrish Mehen has to make these half Russians, which, till today, we still do this stuff. Meiser Rishain, Umeiser Shani. Take 10% of what's left, that'll be the first tithe, 10% of after that, what's left, and that's the second tithe. What do you do with the Maiser Rishain? Well, it normally would go to the Levi, and the Levi would give his uh, one-tenth of it to the Kohen. So you, Mafrish Menachumas Maiser, you, Mr. Yisroel, you separate out that one-tenth of the one-tenth, and then give it to a Kohen. Karma, U Maiser Shani, what do you do with the Maiser Shani? Well, it depends. Is it a year that you take it to Yerushalayim or a year that you give it out to the poor people? If it's a Yerushalayim, you're oil of Yerushalayim. Go and eat it in Jerusalem. Those two things, though, the Maiser Rishon that's supposed to go to the Levi. Now, maybe the Amaretz did separate it out. Maybe he didn't. You don't know. And the Maiser Ani that's supposed to go to the poor person. Maybe the Amaretz who you bought the produce from gave a tithe to the Ani. Maybe he didn't. Since both of those were unsure about Hamotzi mi alav haraya, one who would want to um, remove it from someone else. In other words, the Ani or the Levi who would want to come and say, "Hey, that's mine." The burden of proof would be on them to show that the Amaretz never gave their maestros. That's the end of a long Tanaic source, and uh, it seems from that Tanaic source that uh, some of them were not even being mafrish. Um, but we had said before that it was because they weren't giving it properly. It sounds like they were, though, being mafrish. So the Gemara explains there were actually two stages of this takana. Tarti tikin, two things. Number one, bitel vidui dechaverim. He said that the religiously scrupulous individuals who would normally do a vidui at the end of year three and end of year six, that he nullified. And also number two, gazer al hademai val ameha aretz. Let's see the Rashi. Rashi is right across from here on the inside margin. Tarti takun la'ilam really havar sadas meiser mishum. The reason for that is she'enam noisim esalavim who they weren't giving it to the levim like they should have. Vahad desanya. Well, what about the long brace that we just finished that said lefi shaloki said emissaries and found what he found. That's not going on. Lav a That's not going on the A thing mentioned at the beginning of the Brisa where he was Mavatla Vidui. Ella, it's going rather on the B issue of Gazral Adamai. Why do you make the Xera that when you buy produce from Amaris, you have to take all that? Vitarti Takanos Tikan. And there were two Takanas, just like we had read in the Gemara. The first was Bitu Vidui Meiser of the Chaverim. Even though they separate everything out and give it, they don't give it properly. They give it only to the certain Kohanim, not to all the Levim. And number two, Gazrala Demai, he made this Gazera regarding Demai, because of what he found when he sent his uh, people out to see the state of the Jewish people at that time.
Back in the Gemara, Vafu Bitalesha Me'orin. What are the Me'orin? What is that? Amarachva. Well, Bechol Yoim Biyoim. Uh, every day, Shahayu Oimdin Levim Al Duchanan, when the Levites would be in the base of Mikdash up on the bandstand, Ve'imrim, they would say different Shira. One of the things they would say is Tehillim Mem Dalad Pasuk Chaf Dalad. Ura! Lama Tishan Hashem! Wake up! Why do you sleep, O Lord? Now, obviously, Hashem doesn't sleep, but uh, that would be a way of. Of looking at the current events and saying that things uh, seem to be very difficult to understand. However, Amar Lahen, Yochanan Kongadol, said to the people at the time, which, by the way, um, his a period of leadership was basically a relatively peaceful time, and therefore he felt that it was really unnecessary for the Levium to say this pasuk. That's why he said to them, Really? Is there sleep? Hashem sleeping? We have another pasuk in Dilim that says, "Hine lo yanum velo yishan." Shemi Israel does not sleep and does not slumber. The guardian of Israel, Ella. This is the way to understand it. Bizman Yisrael shuyin b'tsaar. Vayvdei kachavim benachas v'shalva. Certain times in Jewish history, which again was not the case at his period of time, but in other times when the Jewish people are in a state of pain and suffering, and the Gentiles are uh, living the good life. That's when the uh, pasuk in Tehillim Memdalad is referring to Lekachnem Ar Ura. Wake up, O Lord, Lama Tishan Hashem. <coughs> the Mishnah um, had said that he also did away with the Noikvim, the bangers or the knockers. My Noikvim, what exactly? Who's banging or knocking what? Amar Rav Yehuda Amar Shmuel Shahayu. This is what they used to do, um, and he did away with this practice. Shahayu Mesartin LaEgel Bain Kranov. Uh, when they had a calf and they wanted to uh, shecht it, so uh, sometimes it could be quite powerful. They used to put make a little like cut above its eyes and have the uh, blood drip into its eyes, which would sort of uh, make it preoccupied and much easier to sort of get down and and uh, shecht. Asa ihu, so he came along this Yochanan Gadol Bitel, and he did away with this practice. Why? Mechsi kimuma. It sort of looks like you're putting a mum on it, and if this was being used like for a carbon animal, that would be very problematic. Kama b'masni satana. We have a Tanaic source. Goes for two lines, and it teaches uh, a little bit differently uh, of what they used to be doing. Says the Bryce, They used to hate. Take the animal they were going about to offer as a korban, and they would like smash it with sticks. Sort of like. I don't know, I guess that's the way that they would uh, do to animals if they were uh, being offered to a, uh, um, I don't know, a getchka, an idol in, in those times. Amar lahem, um, and he said to them, Yochanan, uh, Kongadol said to the people, uh, How long are you going to continue feeding nevelas, which is in, technically an animal that just dropped dead, to the altar? He didn't like this practice. The Gomorrah, though, that's the end of the Bryce. The Gomorrah asks one second. Nevelois? Ha shachet luhu. It's not nevela. They, they would turn right around and, and slice back and forth with a sharp knife in the neck. In other words, it was a shrita. Ella, not nevela, but rather the more the technical term, trefois. Trefa is an animal that one of the uh, 18 uh, essential eternal, internal organs are, is maybe torn or got a hole in it or something, and the concern that he had was that of Krum Shalmoyach, maybe when they were banging the animal, that um, membrane that's in the skull that the brain is in would get a, a hole in it, and that is actually a trefa. So what did he do? Ahmad, the Hiskin Lahem, he made a decree, how are they going to 
control the animals if they need to shech them. Tapa is pekarka. They would have these uh, rings that were um, built into the uh, ground in the base of Mikdash and they'd be able to uh, strap the animal down and make it much easier to shecht. Uh, continued the Mishnah ad, Yamav Hayapatish Makabi Rushalayim. Up until this time, uh, the, uh, they used to be able to hear the banging of the hammers in Yerushalayim. What's wrong with that? Well, the uh, Gemara explains, Bechal Shomoed. The thing was, it was on Cholomoed, and even though technically it might have been permissible, because a person can do work if it's something that otherwise would be a, a, a significant loss, still he did away with uh, those uh, marketplaces being open on Cholomoed. The Mishnah says, Kol Yamav Adam Kede uh, Amrin, as we said up above, that he uh, basically made uh, every religious person uh, take, just because you never know, uh, sort of Trumas and Mises again, and uh, that's why it was not necessary to uh, ask any religious person whether the fruit produce he got was uh, uh, kosher or not. Says the Mishnah, Mishabatla, I underline the word Mishabatla. The Mishnah continues with these uh, topics, Mishabatla Sanhedrin, in a certain uh, period of time, uh, during the uh, end of the Beis HaMikdash period, the Sanhedrin became nullified. Once that happened, Batel HaShirmi Beis HaMishtois, no longer was their song in the in the party rooms, in the in the bars, in the pubs, um, however you want to translate Beis HaMishtois. Shanemar, like the uh, Pasuk says, um, indicates that this is the concept, Bashir LaYishtuyayin. In uh, Shir, the, uh, the the song, um, should not be along with the drinking of the wine. I underline here, Mishamesu, Mishamesu Nevi'im Rishayinim, when the earlier prophets, we'll see who these earlier prophets are, um, when they uh, passed away, Batlu Urim Vitumim. So the Urim Vitumim, which was the the ability to light up of the Choshen uh, Mishpat and maybe um, the shoulder stones of the Kongod, all that became nullified. Mishacharav, and Mishacharav, Mishacharav based on Migdash, once the base of Migdash was destroyed, Batel, there were some other things that became nullified, the Shamir, that's the uh, magic uh, worm. The Neifest Sufim, we'll see what that is. Upasku, and also uh, ceased to exist. The Anshe Amana. The Anshe Amana are um, trustworthy men. Men who totally trust in the Rabbana Shalaylam and uh, rely on him that everything he does is for the good. Uh, those ceased me. Israel Shanemar, like the Pasuk until him says, Hoshi Hashem ki gamar chasid, save, O Lord, because the chasid is uh, finished. And the Hemshech uh, of that Pasuk is ki fasu emunim mibnei adam, vanished, are the trustworthy ones from people. Roshim Gamliel, who I boxed, Aimer, heyed Rabbi Yehoshua, mi yoimeh, and the word mi yoimeh, mi yoimeh shechar beis hamikdash from the time the beis hamikdash was destroyed. Ein yoim shein by klala, no day goes by where there isn't curse, v'lo yarad hatala bracha, and the dew doesn't fall anymore for uh, intense blessing, v'nital tama peris, and the uh, genuine taste of fruit has been removed. Rabbi Yossi, hoi bax, daimer, af nital shuman hapera, so to the, the creaminess, the richness of the fruit has disappeared. Rabbi Shimon Elazar, hoi bax, daimer, he says, ha tahara, when uh, that concept of tahara, whatever it, it genuinely means, left the Jewish people, natla es hareach, the amazing smell of the fruit disappeared, and when the ma'asrois were uh, no longer being done properly by the Jewish people, not the shumanadagan, the richness of the, uh, of, of the grains um, was taken away. The chachamim, I remember I boxed the chachamim, they say, haznus v'akshafim kilu um, Sexual immorality 
and um, uh, black magic uh, destroyed it all. They brought an end to all the good things. Okay. Says the Gemara. Um, first thing the Mishnah said is that when the Sanhedrin became Batel, there was no more song in the uh, in the pubs or the bars. Um, Umimai, how do you know that that came to an end? Demisha Batla San. Hedrick Seed, that, okay, we know it came to an end, but how do you know it has to do with when the Sanhedrin uh, no longer uh, existed as it had previously? Well, Amar of Hunabred of Yeshua, to Amar Kra, we have a Pasuk. The Pasuk indicates the idea. It says, Zekenim Misha'ar Shavatoi Bachurim The elders from the gate are gone. In other words, like no more Sanhedrin, Bachurim and the young ones from their songs. We see a connection between uh, no longer there being um, rabbis, Sanhedrin in his proper place, and the uh, 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 removal of song. Amarav, I know Rav's name, Udna Deshama Zamra Ta'akir, the ear that hears song should be ripped out. Amarava, Zamra Bebesa, if there's uh, unnecessary uh, laughter and levity through song in the house, uh, the, there's destruction at the threshold. Shneemar, like the Pasuk says, That Pasuk, the, the song, the, the voices will sing out at, at the window. Um, there's some sort of like maybe destruction at the threshold, ki arza era, the, their cedars have been either era, like uh, laid barren or bare, or era is like, is its city. My ki arza era, how are we supposed to understand that? Well, I'm Rabbi Yitzchak. Says Rabbi Yitzchak, the uh, chi bias hamesuvach barazim irhu, if you have a house that's uh, like all tangled up with the cedar trees. Is that considered a city? What do you mean, ki arza era? Elo? Here's that understanding. Even a house that is intertwined in cedars, which seemingly would be quite secure, mit um, like from the word ra, will be bad. It'll actually like be able to be destroyed. No matter how strong they build their cities, it will eventually be destroyed. Amravashi, Shmami, no, we can conclude from here, ki matchil chorva, that when destruction begins, beseifa matchil, begins at the threshold of the house. Shnemar, chayrev, destruction, besaf, at the threshold. Vibay same alternatively, mihacha, from this pasuk, u shi'ia yukas sha'ar. Now, shi'ia is a name of a, some sort of demon, a demon of destruction, and a uh, yukas, like a maka, like to hit her, to be stricken at the gates. I saw that demon, and it gores like an ox. Period. The uh, songs of the, uh, the nagdi are the, uh, like the sailors, or the ones who draw the boats up the canal, and Debakri from Lord Bakar, they're the uh, cowboys. Shari, that's totally permissible, um, because they do that basically to keep the work going, to keep the animals going. However, Degardi, the weavers, the uh, ones who work, I guess, in textile, usher that would be uh, forbidden, because that's basically just done for uh, levity, and that would be forbidden. Ravuna, who I underlined, Batil Zamra, he did away with... 
um, Zamra, he uh, made a decree in his generation that they basically shouldn't uh, sing in the bars and the pubs. Very interesting here, and it seems like the economy began to collapse. Come Mea Avzi Bezuza, 100 geese, uh, their price fell tremendously to be only like $1. Umea Salchiti and 100 pounds of wheat, Bezuza only for like a uh, dollar. And they still couldn't find people to buy it. In other words, when you take away from society um, the ability to enjoy yourself and party, well, then a lot of things uh, are not necessary. However, that's not necessarily good for a society culture because people need to sell these things, and it's their parnasa. Amar Rav, uh, excuse me, Asa Rav Chissa, and Rav Chissa, Rav Chissa then came along the next generation, Zilzil Bay. And he belittled that, like he didn't enforce it, and, and people understood um, that it was okay once again, and Iboi Avza Bezuzavlamishtachach. And if you wanted to find, forget about a hundred geese, even one goose for a dollar, you couldn't find it anymore because people were back to uh, having a good time and spending the money that's associated with having a good time. Period. Amr of Yosef, Zamri Gavri Va'ani Nashi. If you have a group of people, men and women, and the men are singing and the ladies are responding, Pritsusa. That's uh, not good. That's uh, pretzus. We'll call it maybe obscene, improper. However, there could be something much worse. Zamri nashi ve'ani gavri. If the ladies are doing the lead singing and the men are responding, well, you know, nothing like a lady singing to get a man worked up. Ke'ish benayris is like a fire in a pile of uh, dry tinder. Okay, they're both bad. Why are you telling me that one is worth it? They're both bad. This is so important for uh, leaders in any generation of any community. The my nafkamina. Here's the nafkamina. Let's say you can't do away with either of them. You do the best you can. Let's say you could do away with both practices. Fine. But let's say you can only do away with one thing, or maybe we'll even say one thing at a time. Which one is more destructive that you should do away with it first? And that's what the Gemara says in Afkamina. Here is the Betuleha Mekameha, to do away, if you're the leader, with one of those things before the other one. And therefore, the thing that is more problematic is when the ladies are in the lead and the men are responding. Period. I'm Rabbi Yechanan. Anyone who drinks alcoholic beverages while listening to four different types of musical instruments, maybe Chamesh Poron will bring five different types of uh, trials and tribulations to the world. Really? Yep. Shnemar. Says the Pasuk, Hoi, Mashkime, Baboiker, woe unto those who get up early in the morning, Sheikhar, Yerdafu, and uh, the alcoholic beverage do they chase after? Like they wake up and take a shot of vodka. Not good. Ma'achre, Beneshef, and the people who stay up late, Yayin, Yadlikim, their wine inflames them. The Hayah, and it shall be, and here's the uh, instruments that they're drinking to, the kinor, the navel, the typhon, the hollow, the harp, the lyre, the drums, and the flute. The yayin mishteim, and their drink is wine. Ves payel Hashem loyabitu. And to the deeds of the Lord, they do not pay attention. Okay, that was uh, uh, quite a few psukim there. In Yeshaya, perek hey, psukim yud aleph and yud beis. What's written right after that in the next psuk, uh, Maxi Vacharov? What's written after that? Uh, what happens to uh, a society like that? Lachain gala ami, therefore my nation has been exile me blidas without any daas. And here we're going to list off the five results. Number one, shagormin galasladam, they cause uh, exile to have to come to the world. The puzzle continues for three words, ukvaydai meseirav, the honorable ones die of famine. That's number two. Shemevi and Rav Loila brings famine to the world. 
Continues the Pasuk now for another three words. The Hamain, the, the multitudes, Tzichatsama are, are like dying or parched of thirst. So this is number three, Shigarmin the Torah. What's the thirst? The thirst is a spiritual thirst. It, they cause the Torah to be forgotten from those who would otherwise learn it. Another four words from the Pasuk. It says, Vayishach Adam, Vayish Balish, and a uh, man was uh, like Mishtachaveb, brought down, humbled. Vayishbal and lowered is uh, mankind. Uh, number four, Shagarmin Shiflush. They bring like a, a lowliness or a degradation. Le, we don't really want to say it, but it's actually referring to Hashem. Avain Ish, how do we know that uh, Ish is referring to uh, Hashem, so to speak? Uh, the Pasuk says Hashem refers to Hashem as Ish, Milchama. And the Pasuk continues for another three words. Tishfalna, the eyes of those up high will be lowered down. Um, number five, Shigarmin Shiflushal Yisrael, they cause the lowliness of the Jewish people. Umaksi Vacharav, what's written right after that? Lachain. Therefore, Hirchiva Sha'ol Nafsha, hell opens up its uh, welcome uh, mat. U Pa'ara Pihalibli Chaik, and it widens its mouth without any limits. Vayarad Hadara Vehamoina U. Shaina the Alezba and 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 falls into it the its glory and the multitudes of uh, of Zion Ushaina uh, the Alezba Ushaina is uh, those who are like uh, enjoying it um, will be there. All right, that's the pasuk. The um, Mishnah had continued and said, when the earlier prophets died, they, we said the Urim Vitulurim became Batel. Who are these Nevi'im Rishonim? Who are we referring to? Man, Nevi'im Rishonim, question mark. Well, Amr of Huna, I circled of Huna's name, I put a number one in the margin. And approximately uh, 13, 14 lines later, last one on the line is Nachman. That name I circled. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, I circled. Then there's a number two in the margin uh, next to his name. So we have a few approaches. Uh, who are these Nevi'im Rishonim that we're talking about? Amar of Huna. Zeh, it's referring to uh, Shmuel, David, and Shlomo, those uh, famous leaders at the beginning of the first base of Mikdash period. Kama, Rav Nachman, Amar, uh, Bimei David, during the days of uh, David and Melech, Zimnin Salik, Zimnin Lo Salik. Sometimes the Urim Vitumim were uh, successful, sometimes they were not. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Because uh, we have the, the stories there in... in uh, in uh, in the Tanakh, Share Shal Tzadok, I underline Tzadok, Al Saloi Tzadok, who was uh, the uh, one who asked him to him, and he did get an answer. It was a, an effective uh, question answer. Shal uh, Yasser, but another uh, leader who had asked it and asked it previously and had worked, but Yasser tried to ask, I underline Yasser, Al Saloi, and it was not a successful endeavor. He didn't get a response. Shanemar. Like the Pasuk indicates, this is pretty terse here, but uh, Vayal Evyasar, which is basically when Evyasar was uh, removed from his position um, because he wasn't able to get a response from the Urim Vitumim. Okay, those were the Nevi'im Rishonim, the time of uh, David and Shlomo. Masiv, Rabbah Bar Shmuel, I put a triangle on this Masiv. The reason I did that is because three lines later, uh, second word in line is a Tashmai triangle that we're going to have a, a number of questions on uh, this approach that the uh, Nevi'im Rishonim, in other words, the time when the Urim Vitumim was Batel, was the time of uh, David and Shlomo. Masa, Rabbi Bar Shmuel, here's a Pasuk. It says, Vayihi um, Lidrosh Elohim, and it was they wanted to uh, ask uh, Hashem, 
um, during the days of Zechariah, uh, Hamavin, who understood Berois Elohim and seeing the Lord. Now, they're asking Durim Betumim, um, and that's this is a much later time in history. My love, Durim Betumim. Says the Gemara, no, we're not talking about the Ravitumim. We're talking about that when they would ask, they would ask actually the prophets. Lo, comma, rather talking about the Nevi'im. Tashma, so we try again. Another Tanaic source to question the uh, previous assertion that the Urim Vitumim were bottled in the time of David and Shlomo. This is a Tanaic source that goes uh, about seven lines. And then it starts here. Mishachar of Beis HaMikdash Rishon, at the time of the destruction of the first temple, Butlu Are Migrash. Here's a list of things that were nullified. Number one is the uh, the Are Migrash, that's the, the Levitical cities with the uh, uh, 2000 Amma Greenbelt around them. Those became nullified. Upasku Urim Vetumim. Hmm, that's very interesting. I dot underline those three words. It seems like at the time of the destruction of the first Beis HaMikdash, which is like three, 350 years after David and Shlomo, uh, the Urim Vetumim uh, ceased. Upasku Pasak Melech Mibes David, no longer was there a king from the house of David. And if someone like tries to uh, tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, buddy, what about this? There's a Pasuk in Ezra, which is after the destruction of the first base. It says, uh, Nehemiah, the leader of the Jewish people, said to them, that you ain't going to be eating until there stands up again a Kohen to the Urim Betumim. Oh, so you see, Nechem is talking about the Urim Vitumim already. You know what you should say back to a person who questions you with that Pasuk? And more low, you say back to him. Well, that's kind of like, this is amazing how this phrase has lasted until today. Like a person says to his friend, you know what? Yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen when there's like uh, the resurrection of the date and when, when Mashiach comes. Yeah, yeah, when Mashiach comes. Okay, um... Basically, it, it will come, it will happen, but it's been a long time. That's the end of the snake source. Bottom line, we see the Urmvitumim ceased working like a good three, 350 years after David and Shlomo. Ella! So I squiggle underline the Ella now. The Gemara goes with another approach. Amar of Nachamar Yitzchak, who we had circled. This is the second approach. Who are these? Man Nevi'im Rishainim. It's coming to say all the Nevi'im in like Nach. La'afuke, to the exclusion of the last generation of Nevi'im, who are represented by Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi, Da'achraidim Ninhu. They are the last generation of prophets. Tan Rabbanon, like we see in the following b'risa, which goes till the third of the widest lines, uh, till the two dots there. Mishamesu, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi, when they passed away, Nistalka Ruach HaKadosh Mishrael, the divine inspiration became removed from the Jewish people. The P can't even know that's the situation. Hayu Mishdamshim Bebaskol, they would still use the uh, concept called a Baskol, which is some sort of um, declaration that could be heard maybe by some of uh, the uh, the uh, thought process, so to speak, of Shamayim, I guess you could say it like that. Here's some examples. Shepam Achas one time, Hayu Mesubin, the rabbis were dining. Baalias Beis Guria, Biricho, they were in Jericho, in the Beis Guria attic. Nasna Alein Baskol, and a Baskol came over them. Mina Shamayim from heaven, Amra, and said, Yeshbachem Adam There is amongst you, one man, Shira'ui, Shetishra Shrinalab, who's really fitting to have the divine presence rest upon him, being like he could be a prophet. It's just that his generation isn't uh, really up to it. Okay, who was that Basco referring to? Nasnei Neim, they all looked at Hillel Azakin. And Hillel Azakin, who was a very 
great man. Kama. Ukeshemes, when Hilazakin passed away, he spidu, they eulogized him as followed. Oy, chosid, oy, anav, what a pious one, what a, 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 a humble one. Talmidai shel Ezra, a student, he followed the ways of Ezra. They, they were both leaders of the Jewish people. They both moved from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael. They were both, as we see right here, he was limited by his generation, and, and so too was Ezra, who, uh, Gomer Elsra says that Ezra could have been the one to actually bring the Torah down for the Jewish people um, if his generation would have uh, merited it. Vishu, Pamacheres, another time, Hayyamisubin, they were dining the rabbis in the uh, in an attic in Aliyah years later in Yavna. Nasl and Baskol and Abaskol came over the Mina Shamayim. Vamarne said to them, There is a man here who is fitting to have the divine presence rest upon him. Ella? Shane Dira Zakayim Lakach. She said his generation doesn't merit it. Who did they all look to? Nasnu Enam? Shmuel Lakatan. I know that Shmuel Lakatan. Uh, I believe Shmuel Akata is the same Shmuel Akata who composed the bracha, the 19th bracha Shmon Esrei, the Lamal Shinim bracha. That's the same one, great leader of the Jewish people. Ukish Mason, when Shmuel Akata passed away, he speedu, who they eulogized him. Oh, hey, Anav, hey, Chassid. Oh, whoa, the uh, humble one. Whoa, the pious one. Talmidai Shel Hillel, none other than a student. In other words, he followed in the ways of Hillel. Kama. He also said at the time that he passed away uh, the following, which seems almost uh, prophetic. Shimon and Yishmael Lecharva. Pretty uh, grim prophecy that uh, Shimon, that would be Shimon, who was the Nasi, and Yishmael, who was Rabbi Yishmael ben Elisha, uh, they, the Kohen Gadol at the time, uh, Lecharva, they're basically going to be killed by the sword, the Roman, uh, evil Roman empire at the time. These are the uh, Asar Harugay Malchus, the famous ten uh, martyrs at the time of the uh, um, end of the first base of Middash period. Uh, excuse me, end of the second base of Mikdash period, the Chavroi and his colleagues, the Katalo, we put to death, you know, the stories of Rabbi Kiva, Rechanani ben Tradzian, Rabbi Yudah ben Bava, Ushar Amalaviz and the rest of the people will be pillaged, the Akan Sagin, Asidin Lamesi Al-Ama, and uh, many uh, challenging times are in the future to come to the people. Kav Rabbi Yudah ben Bava, also, Bikshu Loimar, they wanted to say, he was also one of the uh, Saru Gemachas, they wanted to have a eulogy for him and say, Oh, the hour did not allow it because uh, basically this was like a terrible time persecution. The practice was not to have these uh, eulogies for those who were killed by the. Um, Gentile authorities, because obviously the Gentile authorities would not be happy with the Jews uh, spending too much time eulogizing the people who were just killed for rebelling against the Gentile authorities. Says the Mishnah, Mishachar Beis Mikdash Batal the Shamir. The Shamir, I called it a worm. What type of worm is it? A very special worm. Tan Rabbanan. You have a brice that starts here, goes for three and a half lines. Shamir. It's a special type of worm. Sheboy bana shlemes beis hamikdash. Shlomo Hamelech used it to build the beis hamikdash to build the get the stones for the beis hamikdash. Shenemar the uh, pasuk says the habayis behi bana and the uh, the building when it being built even shlema masa nivne complete stones as they were quarried from the mountain should it be built hadvarim kichsavan divrabihuda. The uh, words are as they are written. Otherwise, be complete stones. Uh, you can't come afterwards and start chiseling it with any sort of uh, metal utensil. 
says to the box Rabbi Yehuda, you can you possibly say that, but like Farnamar, but we have another puzzle that says Kolela Avanim All these uh, stones were uh, precious. Um, continues the pasuk Megayrarois b'magera, and they were uh, smoothly filed with a file with a saw. Uh, so how can you say there was no other metal implement that touched them? Im kematam lemo. What do we do with the earlier pasuk of loy nishma base? Behimanasai wasn't heard uh, in the base of Migdash when it was being built any sort of metal implements. Well, you know what Rabnachemia does with that? Shayim Maskin Mibachutz. Correct. In the base of Migdash it wasn't heard, but outside at like the uh, work prep area for the stones, they would prepare it uh, and they would use metal uh, uh, tools, umachnes mibifnim, and then bring it into the base of Migdash. Kama Ama Rebbe, I circled Rebbe, Nirin Div Rebbe Yehuda Bavne Mikdash, Vadiv Rebbe Nechemia Bavne Beisai. It seems like they were talking about two different types of stones, and there's no Machlokas Rebbe Yehuda is referring to the uh, stones that were used to build the actual Beisai Mikdash building. And Rebbe Nechemia, who said that they would be able to use some uh, metal uh, tools uh, in preparation, that was talking about the stones that were used for uh, the royal palace. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Um, okay, well then, according to Reb Nechemia, what do you need the Shamir for? The Shamir was that uh, magic worm that could cut through anything. The uh, Reb Nechemia, Shamir Lamayasa, question mark. Well, me look at this on your Reb Nechemia would tell you that the uh, Shamir, the uh, King Solomon's magic Shamir worm, would be necessary for the that which is brought out in the following three-line brisa starts here. Avanim halalu, these stones, we're referring to the special stones that were in the ephod and the chayshin, the two shoulder stones of the Kohen Gadol's garments, the, the 12 uh, breastplate stones. Uh, they're supposed to have the names of shvatim on them and different letters, but you can't chisel anything out. You can't write it with ink on them. The Pasuk clearly indicates that the way the letters have to be is pituche chaysim. Sort of like uh, engraved, like a signet ring. Okay. Vein mesartin alayim. You also can't use any sort of uh, chisel or a metal uh, instrument alayim uh, with an ismail, like a knife. Mishum shenemar be mi lu oisam. They have to be in their complete entirety, like nothing can be missing. Ella, here's what they did. Kaisev alayim bidyoi. They would write in ink, like the letters, they would outline the letters, uh, shamir and they would uh, sh- let the shamir um, r- uh, like crawl over the uh, outline of the letters, and uh, the shamir had this uh, special um, uh, skill, and the uh, stones would actually crack, now not crack where there would be different pieces, but crack uh, sort of like um, well, we'll see what it's like, but none of the stone would be missing. Just like a fig, if you look at sometimes a fig, when it gets very ripe, it cracks. Now it cracks open, you can see there's a depression in it, but none of the fig is missing. That'll happen sometimes in the summertime, it ain't missing any of the fig. Or another thing is, like a valley sometimes, in like the uh, the rainy season, like winter time, you can see again sometimes cracks in the in the valley floor. There's nothing actually missing. So to the shamir would have this ability to cause the uh, stones to um, make a crack in them without losing any of the actual material. That's the end of that brisa. We have another brisa that goes almost two lines. 
Shamir is this Shamir, Briosai Kisai, it's a very little guy. It's uh, basically the size of a barley. Umishisha may bracious nivran. It was created. It was one of those things that was created way back at the beginning from the six days of creation. Vein kol davar kasha bifanav. There's uh, nothing too hard that's able to stand in its way to be able to get it to crack. That would seem like something would be very difficult to keep. How would they keep it? Like, how would they house it? They could, like, eat through anything. Well, korchan semer. They would wrap it up in. Bunches or tufts of wool. And they would uh, place it into a lead tube, Malaya Subi Siren, filled with um, barley bran, which is probably the food that it needed till the next time it would be taken out to be uh, of service. That's the end of the thing, source. Amaravami, Mishachar of Mikdashrishain, Butla. Uh, some other things that were uh, done away with or that became nullified when the first base image was destroyed. Shira Peranda, which is like a very fancy type of silk. Zichuchas Levana, white um, glass, maybe fancy china. Tana Mihalchi, we have a Bryce that also brings out this point. The Bryce that goes till the end of the next line. Mishachar of Mikdash Rishain, Butla, like we just said, the Shira Peranda, the Zichuchas Levana, as well as the Rech of Barzel, the uh, Iron Chariots, became nullified. Sneer. There are those who say also that very thick, syrupy type of wine that comes from Sneer. So thick is it that it almost has the consistency of like a fig cake. Said the Mishnah, My Naif Sufim, what is that? Um, Amar Rav will have uh, three opinions here. I circled Rav, he's the first. It's referring to solas, a type of a fine flour, shetzafal gabe nafa. So, so rich is it, so, so blessed is it that it'll actually stay up on the top of the sieve. The daimele isa, shenilosheved vashashemen, and it's comparable uh, to like a dough that had been kneaded with honey and with oil. Very, very rich, rich, rich um, flour. The Levi, who I circled, Amar Shteki Karois, it's referring to something else. This Naif Sufim is referring to two loaves. You know, when you put a loaf in the oven, sometimes it rises. Well, these uh, loaves would rise so much, almost like a souffle in a fancy French restaurant. Like Shteki Karois, two loaves, Nidbakois Betanur. They are uh, stuck up against the side of the uh, oven, uh, like opposite sides of the oven. The Teufchois Ubois. And they, they swell and get bigger and bigger. Ad Shemigios Ulizu, until they can actually touch. One another. Yub Shub and Levi, I circled as a third shot. What is this? Nofis Sufim. Amar, he says that Dvash, it's actually referring to a honey, Habami Tsifia, that comes from the Tsufim, from the far off hills or mountains. My Mashma, where do we see that Sufim uh, is a term that indicates like uh, f- uh, hills or mountains? Well, uh, from the following we see it. Kitimitar game, just like Rav, it's either Rav or Yosef, like he uh, gives an Aramaic translation. For the Pasuk, when it says, Kamade Natsan Davri Asa, like there springs forth, like a Davri Asa is like a Devaira, like a bee, Veshaitin Berema Alma, and they fly off to the heights of the uh, of the world, uh, based like the high mountains. Umasi and Duvshan, they bring, they collect the honey. May Isfa Detura, from the vegetation, way up on the top of the mountains. Period. San Hassan, we have a Mishnah over there. Um, goes for about seven, eight words, the quote of the Mishnah. I box it off. Kolonatsuk, tahor, anything that um, is liquidy, that um, 
you pour from a tahar kli into something that is tameh, what remains of that liquid in the tahar kli, which is up above, remains tahar chutz, with the exception of dvash zifim and tsefichim. Except for this uh, honey, this zif honey, and tsefichim. Um, essentially, those are two very, very thick, so that when you are pouring from them into a lower utensil and stop pouring, a lot of times a good amount of that which had been poured or was in the process of being poured from the upper clay would actually kind of like fling back and return itself to the upper clay. So, my zifim, what exactly is that? Amar Rabbi Yechanan Dvash, semizifin boy. It's called zifim because it's honey that they can basically rip you off with. Because um, it's so thick and rich, you can add in water or other ingredients and mix it in, and no one would even know. Rishakashamar, it's different. It's called zifim al shem mekaimai. It's because the place it comes from, zip. Like Ketixi, like the Pasuk says, zip and talaman balais. Kiritzibidavar, similarly, atal imer. You have a pasuk. It says, David." A story by King Saul. The zippers come and they tell uh, Shalomelech, "Oh, David, this and David that." So we ask over there, "My zifim? What are the zippers?" Well, I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Bnei Adam. They are people hamezayfin divrehem. In that case, they were the zippers because they were mezayfin from the word like Zion Pei. They're, they're phonies, liars. For Rabbi Lazar Amar, Rabbi Lazar says just like he said over here. Oh no, they're called zippers because they come from zip. Al Shemakaiman, based on the name of the place that they're from, Kadikhsiv, like the Pasuk says, Zip and Telem and Balois. Adkan.